Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because we've got a really interesting topic. We're talking about socially constructed beliefs. In particular, these beliefs that we adopt, whether it's consciously or unconsciously, that aren't actually serving us and instead might be causing a lot of anxiety or making us just feel like we're behind in this like timeline path that we maybe don't even actually want to be on, which is so interesting. And honestly, I can preach all day long or you could go to Instagram or Pinterest and you can look at all of these quotes that say like, do you and like screw the timeline of what society tells you to do or screw that checklist of you should be doing XYZ by blank age. And and I love the concept behind that. Yes, like do you. But truly, there are ways that we might not even be consciously realizing that I want to share with you today in a couple of different stories of how we're adopting this time frame that society is pushing on us and it's causing all of these negative emotions. So I really am excited about this topic and I cannot wait to hear if it resonates with you. But first, I do want to do a quick plug of our sponsor for this episode, Organifi. So I love Organifi. I think you might love them too. If you're not familiar, they have a completely organic line of superfood blends and plant-based nutrition. And everything is made with really high quality ingredients, but It also tastes really freaking good, which really matters to me. And nothing in their entire product line has more than three grams of sugar, no artificial crap or fillers, but it tastes bomb because I want to feel good and I want to be healthy, but I don't want to eat or drink things that I don't enjoy. I'm just going to keep it real with you. And I love their superfood teas. I love their chocolate gold, their regular gold, their Harmony products for hormone health, their protein. Both chocolate and vanilla are bomb, but I actually think vanilla is my favorite. And then I really like their green juice. Some people drink it solo and it tastes pretty good, but I like to blend it in my shake so I can't taste it at all. And I could go on and on about their products. I love them so much. So if you are looking for high quality superfoods at a really great price, like get that bang for your buck, girl, you got to check them out. So it's Organifi.com slash Keisha. And you can use code Keisha for 20% off any item in their store. And they have so much in their store. You're going to love it. So Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. I dot com slash Keisha, K-A-C-I-A, code Keisha for 20% off any item in their store. And if you have any questions, of course, you can always DM me on Instagram and the link is also in the show notes of today's episode. So you can check it out. All right. That being said, let's dive into this topic. So we're going to talk about this timeline concept and the rules that society puts on us that we don't even often consciously realize are being put on us. And I think it is so powerful when we peel back these stories and these narratives and we ask ourselves, where the heck did these actually come from? Because I don't know about you, but sometimes I have thoughts that pop up in my head And I actually have to reframe them in real time because I don't actually believe those thoughts or I don't want to agree with those thoughts. For example, 
I was in a bar with my bestie, Jackie, and we were drinking spicy margaritas. <laughs> Side note, you feel like this story is going to get weird. It's not going to get that weird. But, and honestly, what we were drinking has nothing to do with the point of the story, but I just want to set the stage. Okay. We're drinking spicy margaritas in a bar and we look up at this TV screen and this commercial pops up. And it's two dads walking in the park, carrying their kids on one of those little like baby holders where the baby's in front and they're chatting with each other. And I honestly don't even remember what the commercial was actually about, but what instantly came into my mind as I watched these two dads walking side by side, chatting with each other with their babies was, oh my gosh, what good dads. Look at them with their babies. And within seconds, I said out loud to Jackie, oh my gosh, I hate that I just saw those two guys on this commercial and I thought that they were good dads because they were carrying their kids when I know that if this commercial had been two moms that were carrying their kids or pushing them in strollers, I wouldn't even thought twice about them being good moms. But because they were guys, I thought they were good dads. And truly, those two guys, like the belief that I actually have is those two guys are parents, just like the moms are parents. And in my eyes, it's their job to take care of their kids and walk them around their park, just like it is their mom's job. And to keep going with this example, think about this. Honestly, peel it back. I also assumed before even thinking about it consciously that they were a heterosexual couple, as in that like their wives weren't there. And those were two guys that are parents that were just walking with and they were friends. And also those guys could have honestly been two dads together. And those were their two kids as in they were gay men. And that's not what I naturally assumed. Although I am all for gay marriage. So it's, it's things like that, that we think that these society, like timelines and structures and these beliefs and this way that we're socialized doesn't affect us. But like, we've got to notice that we are very affected by it. We've got to start to notice those things that aren't in alignment with our actual beliefs. And then we can correct them in real time to what we actually believe. Because if you're not starting to catch those thoughts that you're unconscious, consciously thinking, then you don't get the opportunity to change your perception, which then drives your behaviors and your actions. Because think about even this bar example, right? These two guys walking with their babies. Think about how this carries into your life if you believe that to be true. For example, my Sina, uh, my Sina, my fiance Sina and I, we want to have um, kids in a couple of years, okay? And we've chatted about how interesting it is that because of the cultural norms and things that we've seen firsthand and how we're socialized, he, as the dad of our kids, would be praised. And he would be like, dad of the year, if he was staying home for the weekend, you know, watching our kid or our kids, and I was out of town. And if I was out of town, and people were asking me where my significant other was, like that he was at home with their kids, like with our kids, that they would be asking me like, oh, how's he hanging in there? Like, are the kids still alive? How's he handling it? But if I was watching the kids, and he was out of town, I'm not getting a trophy for being mom of the year. And he's probably not going to get asked if the kids are still alive because people are going to assume that because I'm a mom, I can keep these kids alive, right? And it's because of the way that our culture is constructed. And from that, you know what stems? This term mom guilt. And as someone who is not a mom right now, I fully recognize and I will never talk about parenting. I literally don't know how to be a parent, but I do talk to hundreds of women a day. And a lot of them talk to me about this concept of mom guilt that they experience. Yet, Cena, as a 32-year-old man, he's never had one of his guy friends, and we've never been in a conversation with a man who's talked about dad guilt. Because we aren't socialized to think that dad guilt is a thing. 
right? Which is also why I probably, when I'm a mom and, and have a, you know, a gigantic company that I'm running, I'm probably going to get asked often, how do I manage it all? right? As a mom and an entrepreneur. Yet Sina has an awesome career as a dentist and who will be a dad one day. And I bet you people aren't going to ask him how he's managing it all. You know what I mean? And honestly, that's a random story. And I could go on a huge tangent with tangent with this. Like if we were actually sitting next to each other, like chatting, having spicy margaritas or wine or whatever, hanging out, I could just go for hours on this topic. But truly, we don't even recognize that there are cultural norms and standards that land on us. And then they get embedded into our brain. And from those stem beliefs that we then adopt, and then we start to think those thoughts and take those actions to match those beliefs. And instead of just saying, you know, that's just the way it is, I'm constantly working on becoming ninja-like at asking myself better questions. Like, wait a second, this belief popped into my head. Is that my belief? Or was I socialized to believe that? And if I don't like the belief, it is my job to change my thoughts, which drive my actions, right? So let me give you a couple more examples, okay? Let's talk about marriage, this whole marriage timeline thing. How many times have you either heard or said yourself, maybe, I have to be married by 30, 35, insert whatever age. And how much of that age is because of a social construct, a socially constructed belief that if you aren't married by a certain age, then you're quote unquote behind or you're like a failure or something. Because what happens if you do have this belief about marriage and this timeline, what happens from adopting that belief? Well, of course, a ton of anxiety, right? Or sometimes for some women, even shame that they put on themselves. And honestly, Let's be real. An action that can be taken from that anxiety or shame is we all know someone who legit married the wrong person because they decided in their head, holy crap, the clock is ticking. So they're freaking out. They're like, okay, I'm dating this person. This person will do. Let's just get married. And then they regret that later, right? And I'm not saying that that's for everyone. I'm saying that I know that on a podcast like this, we're girlfriends just figuring out life together. That's how I want this podcast to be framed, right? Which is why I'm very transparent and real with you. And I'll tell you, full transparency, my fiance, Cena and I were about five years into dating. We had just moved in together. We were living in Seattle in separate houses. I was living with girlfriends. He was living with guys. And we moved to New York City together in 2014. And it was our first time living together. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, we've been together for five years. We live together. We're in our mid-20s. We should be getting married. Like all my girlfriends are starting to get married right now. Like I should be getting married. But then I stopped and I was like, wait a second. That is not even my belief. Where did that belief actually come from? And is it serving me? Because my true belief is that everybody's got a different path, right? I actually come from divorced parents and so does Sina. And we decided, because we always get to make a conscious choice of what we believe, right? We decided that story that we grew up with actually served us and whatever you look for, you're going to find. So we believe it served us in our current beliefs about marriage. And what I mean by that is I now believe it is more important to be self-aware in who you are and what you actually want as a human. And then make sure you want to marry the person that's going to help you be an even better version of you, right? Like do you until someone comes along and helps you do you better. That's literally my belief now. Like I want to marry someone that I want to grow with and I want to stay married to at 55 
85, right? Rather than just starting marriage at a certain year because I believed that I should, because some socially constructed belief of what timeline you should be getting married at, what the F, right? And truly, for some people, that timeline of when they believe they should be getting married is quicker than my timeline. For some people, it's longer than me. And some people don't even want to get married. And that's totally freaking cool. But what's awesome about reframing these beliefs is you can ask yourself at any given point in time, whether it's you're in a bar drinking margaritas with a girlfriend and you see a commercial with two dads, or it's like you're asking yourself, oh my gosh, I'm stressed and I'm not married. You can ask yourself, wait a second, is that my belief? Or is that socially constructed? And what's cool is when you ask yourself better questions, you get to have the better feelings associated with answering those better questions. And you get to chart a path that feels true to you. So I don't feel behind anymore of when we're getting married. And I'm really excited to say we are actually getting married. Um, We're getting married the month after our 13-year dating anniversary in April of 2022 here in Austin, Texas, where we live. But I don't feel behind. I feel like we're right on track. I'm super excited about it. And I don't feel behind on like buying a house or having kids because we're over here just playing by our own rules and I love it. And full transparency, when early on I realized that we weren't going to be following this very socially constructed timeline, this conventional path, which totally works for some people, but definitely didn't work for us. You know, like the go to college, get the job, get married, buy the house, have the 2.2 kids, like that whole thing, right? Totally works for some people, not our path. Instead, I decided... How cool is it that not only is our story and our path one that feels good to us, but also it's an opportunity to show other people an unconventional path because sometimes it's hard to be what you can't see. And if you don't see a lot of people that are charting their own path, you sometimes feel like you're the weird one. But in reality, you're just doing you, girl, and that's awesome, right? So it's a really powerful tool to start asking yourself these questions like, what beliefs are popping up that might not be serving me? Questions that you might be asking, like, how old is too old to have a baby? What about how old is too old to change career paths, to go back to school, to start a new business, to move, to pick up your stuff and freaking move, right? To wear a crop top or a bikini that shows part of your butt cheeks, right? Like we have these, these things in our head. Like if you're to think about that, I bet you have a certain age or at least an age range that you might be attaching in your head that is a timeline that you might not even actually agree with. Like you didn't even come up with this, but you were socialized to think that that's true. And we have the control if we ask ourselves better questions because I can't tell you your path, but neither can your mom or your sister or TV and movies, society and culture. You're a grown ass woman. This is your decision. But I would challenge you friend to friend, catch those thoughts. And then remind yourself that 99% of the time, the things that you worry about don't even actually happen, right? And if you don't believe me, think about the last thing that you worried about that didn't actually happen, right? Like you can look for evidence to prove something to be true, but you can also look for evidence to disprove something, right? And to tie this all up, because honestly, I could just go down this path of this podcast because I love this topic. I could talk about this for hours, but truly, I want to remind you, you are not 
given a vision in your gut for your life that is not yours to have. I believe that to my core. And maybe you don't know how you're going to get there or what you're going to need to get there or when it's going to happen. But I truly believe if you show up to life very authentically, just work on becoming a better, more honest version of you, saying yes to the random things that excite you and questioning those beliefs that you just can't get on board with, that the universe or God or Buddha or whatever you believe in is going to help you get there and start opening doors for you. You just got to keep showing up. And just like you're given a vision, remember your sister, your bestie, your coworker, your neighbor, your cousin, they're all given different visions. So let's you and I be the women who celebrate other women's visions, right? Not trying to convince them to get on board with our plan, but instead like realizing why in the world would we ever shame someone else if their vision is not like ours? That's literally what makes this world so beautiful. So what should you be doing and when? I cannot answer that for you. That's your question for yourself. But when you ask yourself better questions, you're going to get better answers. This I know for sure. So keep pushing and pulling and stretching and evolving. You're doing an amazing job. And remember, we're in this together forever. Ever. I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.